So uh, Staten Island, that is uh, the scene. My guy Bobby Catone, don't know him, never met him, couldn't pick him out of a lineup. But he's going to reopen his tanning salon. You know, I love tanning salons. It's unbelievable. And he's got a bunch of folks on Staten Island right there with him, including New York City Councilman, a good friend of the Bernie and Sid Show, Joe Borelli. Good morning, Joseph. How are you, pal? Good morning, fellas. Thanks for having me. You know, uh, Bernie, you said it best. I think it was you who said it. This isn't a, a rally because we, we, we want some cheerleaders and pom-pom girls. This is a rally because it's needed. It, right. It's, it's exactly. literally someone's business. It's someone's livelihood. It's how they put food on their family's tables. That's right. No, it is needed. And no uh, brought out the, the examples of uh, these uh, kosher restaurants going out of business. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so tell us how this is going to go down. What time today on Staten Island? Is it just that? one tanning salon you're involved a bunch uh, a bunch of others are involved give us the whole lowdown joe yeah look you know a, a lot of restaurants and businesses will be out there supporting uh, mr catone uh but at the end of the day he's in an odd place where he doesn't actually need any health department licenses or state liquor authority licenses to operate his business so he's a, he's an outstanding test case to see what will happen in new york city if businesses simply say we're going to reopen they have nothing to really hold over his head other than the fines. Um, you know, the, the issue is big picture, right? We have businesses going bankrupt. You pointed out the Abigail's. We have businesses going bankrupt. We have workers not able to return to their jobs. We have a $9 billion budget deficit because there's no tax revenue coming in. And lo and behold, the solution to all of these problems is to reopen the economy, to reopen small businesses. The government is an 8.9% partner on every transaction in New York City. It's sales tax. And that spigot has dried up. And unless we get that spigot going again, we're not going to have money flowing into people's homes, into people's, uh, into people's you know, checkbooks, and e- equally as important, into the city. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. The city councilman, Joe Borelli, the revenue is not there, and they're complaining. And like typical uh, uh, lazy Democrats, they want to wait for a government check instead of putting people back to work. Now, neither Cuomo nor de Blasio has ever, ever worked in the private sector. Of course, Cuomo is there because daddy was governor. It's the only reason why he's governor today. And uh, Mayor de Blasio... I mean, his incompetence is just legion at this point. He failed to uh, have lifeguards trained. And the, the New York City is the only city that hasn't met these uh, idiotic criteria that, uh, that Governor Cuomo has put forth, including uh, contact tracers and hospital beds. Yet they allowed the Javits Center to close. They allowed the ship to leave. We could have had the hospital beds and been reopening right now if not for these, uh, especially de Blasio's incompetence. But- even better when you look at how few hospital beds we're actually talking about. Uh, at one point, we were talking about 1% of ICU beds. 1% of 1,800 ICU beds is 18 beds. You're going to tell me that 18 beds that we don't need today, we don't need them tomorrow, uh, no one's clamoring to get in them because they're dying from anything, we, d- we don't need them. And yet that's enough to keep businesses shuttered. Look, uh, Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago, I-, I don't know her from Adam. She might be the worst mayor. She might be the best. I don't follow Chicago politics, but I know Chicago. Chicago is a big city with a lot of restaurants and a lot of small businesses. They somehow managed to create reasonable guidelines for businesses to open. They're requiring one person per 36 square feet of, of room. That's six by six, just like the CDC tells us. They're requiring masks for servers. They're requiring some outdoor seating, uh, opening up capacity. I mean, this isn't reinventing a wheel. This particular guy, it's unbelievable. He only has eight tanning beds and one staffer. So, you know, the governor allowed uh, 
congregation of indoors uh, meetings and stuff like that for under 10 people. So there's no way this particular person's business is ever going to have more than 10 people. So if you can go into a room and pray with 10 people under the current situation, you can go into a room and protest, like the uh, New York Civil Liberties Union sued for, with less than 10 people. Why can't you go to a tanning salon and buff that nice, shiny head of ours? (laughs) If it means saving a business, of course. Absolutely. My buddy Roel owns uh, two tanning salons in New York, one on the Upper West Side, one in Midtown. I hope he's listening, because I have been urging him, encouraging him to reopen now for two months, and he's been a little queasy, but if this guy in Staten Island has success, he may follow. I mean, look, you guys out there specifically, Joe, have to be the most frustrated, because you were told a couple of days ago that you are the one borough of the five that has, in fact, met all seven standards to reopen, but because of proximity, because you were too close to New York City, and they want to really reopen all five boroughs at once, which is ridiculous. You've got to be more frustrated than anybody. You guys actually are good to go, and yet you remain closed. Yeah, and, and look, and, and, I'll, and I'll say this. I am not one of the people who is a coronavirus denier. It was real on Staten Island. We had 200 people on ventilators. A lot of people died. It was a real thing. But it, it, it's passed. It's over. We got past the, the hump. We flattened the curb, uh, curve. I wish Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo could actually see this moment as maybe a moment to, to pat themselves on the back and start reopening things and get things going, but they don't. It's just simply about keeping this state of panic going uh, when there is not much to be panicked about going forward. Now you're getting to the nub of it. The deeper question, uh, City Councilman Joe Burley from Staten Island, this uh, socialist totalitarian mentality that these people have, I mean, it seems to be a red state, blue state thing, maybe with the exception of the Chicago Mayor Lightfoot, but it does seem seems to be an agenda at work here. I mean, they're not stupid people, especially Governor Cuomo. He's not a stupid person. Uh, the other guy's just clueless, like de Blasio. But so what do you think is at work here? I mean, some sort of politics at work, slow, slow roll to reopen because it's going to hurt the president oh. in November. What do you think is at work? words of our own schools chancellor, never let a good crisis go to waste. I mean, from both the mayor and governor, uh, when it came to talking about reopening, it's been let's, let's form commissions, let's have blue ribbon panels, let's have opening czars, let's rethink the way we do things. Look, if you go to Tony's Pizzeria, you don't need to tell Tony a new way of making pizza that's somehow social justice related uh, and environmentally conscious. You just have to tell Tony, wear a mask, have a lower capacity limit, and sell your pizza. You know, they are looking at this as an opportunity to change the way uh, New York City operates, and it's unfair. Look at just the example of mail-in ballot voting. Even the Democratic state legislature uh, did not pass a law to allow you know, universal mail-in voting. But the governor used COVID as an opportunity to sign an executive order saying, basically, we're going to have just that. If that isn't just evidence that this is a, 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 a crisis being used yep. at this point for political advantage, I don't know what is. Joel Borelli, New York City Councilman here joining the other uh, Bernie and Sid Show, Staten Island. Bobby Catone, who's been mentioned about ten times already on the show this morning. He doesn't realize what a big star he is. And his tanning salon, it's unbelievable, ready to open up today. Now, where is that exactly, Joe? And, and I know you said other restauranteurs and other business people will be joining as well, but not necessarily opening up their businesses. He's going to be the only one yeah. to really open, right? Look, it's tough. You're a restaurant owner, and they shut you down. They take your liquor license away. You know, now now you're closed, possibly for good and possibly forever. So, well, I, but, you I know, but, but you know, the city can come in. He doesn't. You're right. There's no liquor license, but they can come in and just padlock his door too. They, they can, can do padlock, that. But, but he's not going to lose any license. He's not going to lose any no, investment. No. You know, he, he owns the beds. He'll sell them. Uh, so he's in a great position to be really the test case. And I'm I'm proud that he's doing it. 
You know, and, I, and, I, and frankly, I don't blame any restaurant owner for saying I'm not going to risk it, even though I want to, uh, because I have my life savings on the line. But that's that's what people don't realize: how much skin is in the game for actual small business owners. It's easy for me. Every Friday, every other Friday, whatever the heck it is, my my paycheck gets pumped into my account. I don't even think twice about it. It's too easy for me. We should start as government thinking about people who don't have the luxury of having that steady paycheck still coming in. No, listen, it, it really is just, it's maddening. It's really maddening. And just one more thing, not to digress too much. Uh, this slick, uh, you know, I'm a cool dude in a loose mood, a Cuomo. Uh, this little weasel, he slipped in uh, his budget, and it kind of flew under the radar. He made it a felony for, for law enforcement in New York to share any information with the feds about criminal illegal aliens. I mean, that's another uh, little uh, a little sneaky move that he pulled as well. That's outrage. That should be outraging people, but it's not going to get any attention. No, it, it, look, it's a step too far. You know, we're, we're talking about people who uh, are arrested for committing some serious crimes. I mean, you know, they, they try to always play the example that it's someone who, whose only crime might be uh, coming to the country illegally, and that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about people who are on law enforcement's radar because they have been uh, arrested in, or indicted for a serious crime, uh, and now New York police departments won't be able to share that information. Hey, look, we have great people in the Assembly and the Republican side and the State Senate, uh, but unfortunately the numbers aren't there. So the real no. lesson to people listening is make sure you get out and vote this November and elect our Republicans to the State Senate and State Assembly. Agreed. Hey, listen, uh, do us a favor. Call us when the Victory Motor Inn opens up again. It's really a wonderful place. I love it. Oh. <laughs> uh, spend some time there, I guess, huh? <laughs> yes, I have. Haven't you? They <laughs> got, got the Sid Rosenberg suite. That's right. The Tarzan room, like the, uh, the one in... Uh, in Queens, same thing. Uh, the Q Motor in, that's right. Uh, listen, Joe, you're terrific. Thank you so much. Good luck on Staten yeah, Island today. And lead the revolution, buddy. Lead the revolution. <laughs> we'll try. Thank you very much, guys.